0: This is called getting out of a funk. This is called waiting for your poem to end. (laughs) You fucking talented donor. show. Hello, 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 hello. That's a lot of hellos, it needs to be said. Which is fair enough, really, as it's nearly Halloween. Or rather, Halloween. Yes, I know. It's interesting to see how us Brits have embraced this very North American phenomenon. Once only making appearances in cinematic imports, Halloween gradually made its way under limey skin via themed parties any excuse to dress up and all that. And while the trick-or-treating dynamic hasn't really made it over here fully, I can report that a house in my London neighbourhood has well and truly been dudded up in John Carpenter-friendly style. This is quite unique, and the home in question has been done to a standard that even Tim, spooky film director Burton, would approve of. But alas, this particular instalment of the Dukey radio show is not themed around the spooky or even the kooky. It's merely a solo offering enabling me the chance to tell you about the goings-on in my life, including a few Gordon Ramsay-esque moments I've subjected friends and strangers to, and not of the culinary variety either. Hmm. Perhaps this may very well be a spooky episode. Facebook Click on your mouse to our Facebook page Facebook It's easy to find, it will not take an age Facebook www.facebook.com forward slash the Dookie Radio Show the Dukey Radio Show the thin white Dukey is right click your way to the Dukey Radio Show Facebook page www.facebook.com Forward slash the Dukey Radio Show. The Dukey Radio Show. The Dukey Radio Show. Regular listeners to the Dukey Radio Show will note that there's been a bit of a gap since our last episode, which featured an interview with the band Blindness. That came out in September. Thanks for bearing with us and for being patient. It's been a full on six weeks in which I've strutted my musical stuff with a number of different musical concerns. Yes, we're talking gigs. I've been out and about with Coordinated and Allegra Shock, as well as working for the first time with The Duel. The Tara Rez-fronted electro-charged punky outfit were booked to play the Great British Alternative Festival in Skegness a few weeks ago and were breaking in a new drummer, guitarist and bassist at the same time with only five hours of rehearsal. A tall order, to say the least. But we managed to get through it, despite equipment failures at rehearsals, and there really were several, as well as having a drummer who was going through the final possessions handover of a divorce... But the spirit of the Blitz was well and truly in full swing. The Great British Alternative Festival took place at a Butlands, and the line-up would not be out of place at the annual Rebellion Festival that takes place in Blackpool. The time that the duo were hitting the introducing stage, legendary Mancunian band The Fall were also hitting the main stage. Now, I have no idea what Marky Smith and his gang were getting up to, but there was a mass exodus from their gig to our own by the time that the Duel were finishing the second tune of our set. I've had the pleasure of supporting The Fall a number of times and have seen Mr. Smith on great form and sadly on less impressive form as well. There have been some gigs where uh, Smith has thrown gear about causing a premature end to the proceedings, and perhaps that's what happened for the fall at Butlins in Skegness. In any case, here's a little taste of what the duel are like. This is The Way London Used To Be. This year I was asked to do some arrangement stroke remix work for a magazine inspired now that's magazine the band rather than periodical musical project this involves a British actor and comedian of note who I happen to be a really big fan of and it was an honour to take part. For a whole host of legal reasons, I can't reveal the name of this actor here, nor the name of the project, but I was quite pleased with the results. And although my involvement with the concern came to an abrupt end... What does that mean? The fact that the work remains unheard is a great shame. It's a shame. So here is a tune called The Brink by an anonymous band who feature a person of note. I will reveal no more. You play
1: that again. This
0: is unmastered and barely mixed, but I like it. And I hope you do as well. My Gordon Ramsay moment. Last Friday evening, I was playing with Coordinated at the garage here in London. We were supporting the Wooden Tops, a band who came to prominence in the mid 1980s. Their bass player happens to be the brother of the late drummer of Echo and the Bunnyman, Pete Defratis. For whatever it's worth. Anyway, great venue, great lineup of bands. A Liverpudlian act called Kids on Bridges were also on the bill, and they were brilliant. Great turnout, thoroughly loved the gig, thought we played really well, fantastic crowd feedback. In short, it were a one. But due to a lack of stage management and the fact that the wooden tops, lovely people though they are, had a lot of gear on stage, the band Changeover turned into a bit of what is technically known as a clusterfuck. With the backstage area becoming as crowded as the Central Line at Bank Station at 9.03am on a Tuesday morning, and people going off and on the stage all at once, it all got a bit silly. And to put it bluntly, I lost my shit. Swear words were being brandished left, right and fucking centre. I may have even started to say things beneath my breath, under my breath, quietly, to myself just to not annoy people. And embarrassingly, after that was done, I did the full Gordon Ramsay, shouting out, What the fuck is this? This is a fucking clusterfuck! When I wasn't trying to be polite. A few people who have known me a long while were a bit shocked. I was a bit shocked with myself. I was a bit charged in a good way after the gig and the clusterfuck got the better of me. There simply was no place to move amps and computers from point A to point B. I hate being responsible for holding people up and my loud diva chef-like behavior came from a good place, but it was a bit dodgy and I had to buy a lot of drinks and make a few apologies. But still, there should have been stage management there. What the fuck is this? Anyway, here is Kids on Bridges, who were also on that bill, also backstage having to hear me do the whole Gordon Ramsay business with a track called Bankers to Feed, which links to Gordon Ramsay tenuously. Food, feed, bankers.
2: Spending this expenses to claim Manipulate the rates but still charge the same
1: They won't be invented for another 50 years. So what do you want then? A dwarf. A dwarf? Yes, a dwarf. You mean like a a little poison? Or a midget. A midget? Yes, a midget. But 70 years into the future, when people be listening to this, it'll be politically incorrect to say the word midget. Well, I don't want to be incorrect or political. So what's with the dwarf then? I'll tell you. Dwarfs, give me dwarfs, I need dwarfs. How come you want them so big? Dwarfs, I want dwarfs, any kind of dwarfs. Don't call them a bitchin'. Dwarfs in videos, music promo videos. We've got some dwarfs and we got the bits. Dwarfs in videos.
0: The year is 1967. A band called the Beatles are in a state of flux. Their manager, Brian Epstein, has died. And the quartet are slowly growing apart. And in order to escape the drudgery of bereavement and media pressures, the band embark on a film project called The Magical Mystery Tour. With a broadcast date arranged for Boxing Day of that same year, the band hire a bus, a film crew, many an actor, including a dozen vertically challenged wrestlers.
2: When we were doing it, was a, it was a Walrus scene or somewhere like that. Paul got me up about two in the morning. He said, we want a dozen midget wrestlers for tomorrow. A dozen midgets, you know. I said, how the hell do I get a dozen midgets down here time to shoot tomorrow morning? So I don't know. I mean, it was worse than the Hollywood system, you know, <laughs> because Hollywood had real power. And that's what I did, and they were produced.
0: In the I Am The Walrus promo taken from the magical mystery tour shoot and elsewhere in this decidedly trippy cinematic offering you can see the last minute recruited dwarves doing their respective things sometimes in a good way and sometimes in a being thrown and caught not so good way earlier in the day I got stuck into some serious work ah yes some quality time to sort things out a perfect way to spend the afternoon. And some sombre acoustic music from the 1970s will be an ideal soundtrack.
3: Oh, excuse me, Ricky. Ricky, I did see what you were doing. Did you? It felt good, didn't it? It did. It's all right, we all have feelings like this sometimes. Really? I'm just glad you're doing this in the privacy of your own room.
0: But where else? When you're a
3: little bit older, we'll have to talk more about these feelings. Can't wait. And what causes them. And how we can control these feelings?
0: But I'm thinking about you. I'm
3: sorry I intruded on your privacy. How dare you! I'll be sure to knock next time. Okay?
0: Okay. Now uh, let me carry on.
1: Let's see what Slutty Sue is doing in her house. In her house. I like to cry. Let's see what Slutty Sue is doing in her house. In her house. Love, like Charlie.
3: Are you done with those
0: mugs? To a mere pedestrian or uninitiated local, Penge may appear to be an unremarkable suburb of London, neither city nor country, neither posh nor destitute. But in this quiet enclave in the southeastern quarter of our nation's capital, is an Art Deco semi detached house owned and occupied by a North American transplant to Blighty named Slutty Sue. And while I was on my way to the Dukey radio show studios, I popped into Sue's pristine abode and asked, Slutty Sue, what have you been up to?
3: So I wanted to get down to business carving my jack o' lantern for Halloween. And when I was working the first hole, seeds and orange muck went everywhere and got my kitchen all slimy and dirty. So I went over to my neighbors to ask for his help. He's really got the right tool for the job. And he brought over his pumpkin for me to have a really good go at. But as we were getting stuck into his, we got his seed everywhere, and both our jack-o-lanterns got really dirty. So today I've mostly been polishing my neighbor's slippery squash.
0: All your time and money now. Searching slutty Sue
1: online. I'll give you an address and you'll have the power. You and slutty Sue will be him
0: Facebook.com forward slash Sue likes to clean. Facebook.com. Forward slash Sue likes to clean. Mozza is right. If you'd like to find out more about Slutty Sue, click your way to her website www.facebook.com forward slash Sue likes to clean. It's now time for a Halloween themed walk down memory lane. More than a decade ago, I was working for a music publishing company who put me in contact with a hip-hop artist to produce a Halloween-themed track. The name of the artist was E-Marvellous. Tight name, eh? A Hackney-based rapper who had some lyrical ideas based on the horror film genre. Together, and utilising a sample from John Carpenter's Halloween film franchise, we produced this track horror fanatic.
4: be the creature from the black. Tatum's like 8-foot Clown, man, that's scary shit. Remember the horror movie called The It? Nova Hammer Production, which were lethal. the title: Twins of Evil by Murder. The email of a lust is not inside, a like the merciless demon, Michael Myers, another horror classic, which were rough. Believing in God, like poor Michael Glazer. Not a hell rezo, I like horror films, I'm not witchcraft orientated, not a crack addict, but a horror fanatic.
0: Irene, do a little bit of coolio there. Yeah,
3: you got a pretty hip old nan here, uh, Dick. I don't know whether she's a used nan. No, not his nan. He's too gorgeous. so he's lovely. Okay, so, uh, yeah, she's not your nan or whatever, but, uh, yeah, she's pretty hip.
0: She, she certainly is there. I, I am absolutely blown away. So, in effect, we did a bit of a mashup of a hip-hop song, which I was involved in producing many, many moons back. Yeah, you're getting
3: all urban there, uh, Mr. Uh, Fancy Talk over there. Uh, Look at you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't let the shedding of your uterine lining get you down. You've got the world at your feet, girl, and
1: Absorbia have got you covered. And now,
0: with Wings, we can't promise that you'll suddenly be able to do gymnastics with the ease of a double-jointed, pubescent Ukrainian, or that you'll be able to skydive with an Elvis look-alike in Vegas, but with new Absorbia tampons and pads, you'll be dry and secure with whatever you do. Absorbia products have been known to cause a false sense of security and an unjustified desire for physical exertion. Use with caution. Not available for sale in Alaska, Guam, or Puerto Rico. Well, that's your lot. Gordon Ramsay moments, care of yours truly from today. Halloween-themed hip-hop songs from yesteryear. And general near-misses in the world of music. Hope that you have a brilliant Halloween. May your tricks or treats be to your liking. This has been Halloween is it Me You're Looking For. My name is Dukey, and I've been your host. May the worst of tomorrow be the best of yesterday. Now it's time for me to go and uh, pop my weasel. Half a pound of tuppany rice, half a pound of treacle. That's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel.
1: I don't want any goddamn candy. It gives me hemorrhoids bad. Jesus.
3: I don't mean to be scary and I think, but. Boom!
2: Troy Green.